0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Filthy Fast Podcast. I know it's been a hot minute since I've recorded, so I'm excited to go ahead and rack this one out for you. Um, I was actually watching TV the other day, and I discovered a term, it's a psychology term, that I'd never heard before, and it's called double bind. And it was described as a prelude to schizophrenia in communication. And it intrigued me, So I watched the rest of the clip and then I actually did some Googling and obviously Wikipedia is (laughs) my go-to for a lot of this kind of stuff. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt and by all means uh, cross-reference it. I I did a couple times just on some other videos by psychologists and um, I found it quite interesting. Um, And I am going to relate it back to horses and the training pen in a minute here, but uh, hang on with me through this. Double bind is described as an emotionally distressing dilemma in communication in which an individual receives two or more conflicting messages with one negating the other. It creates a situation in which a, su- in which a successful response to either will be automatically wrong regardless of response. The double bind it occurs when the person cannot confront the inherent dilemma and therefore can neither resolve it nor opt out of the situation. So this is frequently utilized as a form of control without open coercion. The use of confusion makes them both difficult to respond to as well as to resist. This uh, happens quite a bit in, we'd call it like unhealthy parent to child relations. It's a, basically just a power play. <clears throat> So, unlike the usual no win situation, the subject has difficulty in defining the exact nature of the paradoxical situation in which he is caught. So, a primary injunction would be imposed in one of two forms, as in A, do X or I will punish you, or B, do not do X or I will punish you. And then a secondary injunction is imposed on the subject conflicting with the first at a higher and more abstract level. For example, you must do X, but only do it because you want to. And this is unnecessary to be verbalized as it is, as they've already said, be more abstract, so it's likely more something that a person responded to differently and then they were penalized for. The subject is unable to confront or resolve the conflict between the demand placed by the primary and the secondary injunctions. So, the double bind differentiates itself from a simple contradiction to a more inexpressible internal conflict, where the subject really wants to meet the demands of the primary injunction, but fails each time through an inability to address the situation's incompatibility with the demands of the secondary injunction. Thus, subjects may express feelings of extreme anxiety in such a situation as they attempt to fulfill the demands of the primary injunctions, primary injunctions, sorry, albeit with obvious contradictions in their actions. So um, this was studied by anthropologist Gregory Bateson and his colleagues, and this was back in like the 1950s. I think this was 1951. His findings indicated that the tangles in communication often diagnosed as schizophrenia, are not necessarily the result of an organic brain dysfunction. So that's why this was being referred to as a prelude to schizophrenia, and that's where I kind of got confused. I had to do some more reading to figure that out. Um, Instead, they found that destructive double binds were a frequent pattern of communication among families of patients, and they proposed that growing up amidst Perpetual double binds like that could lead to learned patterns of confusion in thinking and communication. So people with extreme anxiety, often they're very insecure, very unsure of themselves. And like I said, as I am who I am, I am wrapping this back around to the training pen because I know that you guys are probably thinking it already. We've seen this happen there. Uh, The horse that is having extreme anxiety about running into the pen maybe or um, that's a little bit harder to pinpoint because you don't watch the training that happens at that place, uh, that person's home. But we've all seen the girl that's schooling her horse because he's, you know, uh, if he's running up the wall at first barrel, she runs him in there as hard as she can, slams him in the ground, kicks his hip in, rolls him, out, rolls him back over his hip, <clears throat> sends him out, runs him back in again, slams him in the ground again, so essentially what she's saying is, you know, she's spurring him, whatever, whatever she's doing to send him in there as hard as she can and then slamming him the ground. Like, so it's like a, it's a case of get back, come here, get back, come here, get back, come here. And it's very confusing. And I actually watched this play out. <laughs> I'm citing a very specific example. Um, I was actually quite fascinated. They did it. I think they ran this horse. It was close to 12 times. It was over 10, maybe not quite 15 that they sent this mare in as hard as they could go. And then slammed her into the ground. <clears throat> and this thing is obviously having extreme anxiety. <clears throat> it's, you know, sweating profusely, very very upset. And so when they actually sent it in there again and decided to let it turn, what happened? The horse knew there was no right answer anymore. As you could probably guess, any time that she had turned, there was inevitably things going wrong that created more anxiety which is why she started running up the wall in the first place. So what did she do? She ran up the wall again, and then she did it again. And I actually ended up leaving because the schooling session was getting a little too long and intense, and I didn't enjoy watching it. But as you can imagine in your own home, if you've been frustrated like that, knowing that frustration begins where knowledge ends is the first step. But also being aware that this is something that we are very capable of inflicting on the horses we ride. So we have an innate responsibility to have our conscience <laughs> aware of that and not just be responsible for it, but be on the lookout for it. Because I think that when we get in the grind of wanting to win and wanting to be the best, and whether it's that you want to be the best or that you want to, just not embarrass yourself on this horse and you're tired of embarrassing yourself. It's really easy to get mad at this young horse or maybe this horse that, say, was running up the wall and think that it's not aligning with your goals. But that's where you have the 1% rule. <laughs> Looking at one small thing that's getting better <clears throat> instead of comparing yourself to the world around you because, man, it's, that's a never-winning never battle. And I struggle with that myself. So it's really easy for that to leak over into your riding and then create this anxiety induced, these anxiety induced behavioral issues, you know, whether it's that they don't want to run in or they're running by or they're, you know, cratering barrels (laughs) or whatever they're doing. Many of these problems are anxiety induced and 90% of the time, if not more, it starts with the rider. So that's my thought for today. I know that it was a little wordy. I probably watched too much Doctor Phil, and <laughs> there's one female doctor on YouTube that I watch her clips constantly, and she is like a specialist of narcissism and psych- psychopathy, and oh, like I, it's really dark sometimes, but maybe I'm just dark. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys very much for listening in today. I know, like I said, that it was a little bit wordy, but I'll try to be a little more regular. Uh, in the next couple of weeks and just get my fix in here. The weather has been kicking my butt, not really loving it. If you want more content, you can hit me up at filthyfast.wordpress.com. Email me at filthyfast1, that's number one, at gmail.com. Or even find me on Instagram, because y'all know how I love my Insta scam, at NaomiJoey, that is my personal Instagram, so don't be afraid to DM me on there either. Thank you again, guys. Have a great night.